Hey, hey, so welcome back. Um, today we're gonna be doing the Legend of Zelda episode. So, this is gonna be an episode we're gonna be discussing Legend of Zelda, our favorite, you know, games from the um, from the this incredible series, and talk about our favorite, you know, moments and you know, stuff like that. So, today we're just gonna be discussing um, Legend of Zelda. John's actually gonna be taking the lead on this one, more so. Like He's more of a talking Legend of Zelda than I am. I'm going to chime in every now and then. But this is a John-centric episode. So John's going to take the lead on this one. But um, yeah, today I'm um, Legend of Zelda. And um, any other announcements? Um, keep your ears open. I might do... Uh, I might do a, a spoiler review episode. Maybe this week, depending on how I feel. Um... Of um, Shang Chi and the um, Shang Chi and the Ten Rings, and um, I know I know, I know that movie's been out for uh, you know for a while now, but Shang Chi and um and um, Venom saw Venom yesterday, and um, if you saw it, you know then you know about the end credit scene. So I want to discuss a little bit about that. So um, if that is if that will be done, I will be discussing you know discussing the end credit scene because I kind of want to talk and get my thoughts about that. And, um, to get, you know, to, you know, to get my thoughts, of, you know, thoughts about that particular, um, end credit. Cause I thought that was a big, 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 big end credit to, um, to set up, um, what's potentially might happen in, in, in the future. So yeah, looking forward to doing that and I'll see you guys, we'll hear you guys soon. Hey, hey, sorry if I did it a little early today. <laughs> uh, just wanted to um, get it done a little. So how are you doing? How's everybody doing? It's fine. How's, how's your brother doing um, with school and stuff? <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's good. Um, so, yeah, today, like I mentioned earlier, that... Um, this is going to be a Legend of Zelda episode, so John's going to take the lead on this one. He's going to talk about it than I do, um, and he's like, a, um, we're both fans, but he's more versatile in this stuff more than I am. I know, I, I would chime in every now and then, but um, but before we get into that, you know, um, um, yeah, you know, today's a good day for football, you know, uh, one of the, I think one of the more anticipated games of the whole year is the uh, Monday night. It's the Monday, I mean, it's Monday night, the Sunday night game between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the um, New England Patriots. Brady is coming home, um, so um, yeah, um, I wanted to get you like your thoughts about that little game. You know, is it gonna? You think it's gonna be a blowout, or you think it's gonna be a close game? Or what's your thoughts about that particular game? Um, the hype about it too. I think the Bucks gonna win. And coming off a loss, and you know, uh, Tom Brady's gonna be uh, coming back to Foxborough. So I think Bucks going big. Yeah, I think so too. I think yeah, I think my pick was the Bucks. I think the Bucks are gonna. I, I don't think it's gonna. I think it may be closer than we think. But you know, like you said, he did lose last week. Um, so I think Brady's out for blood this week. Mm, I don't think the pests are as good. Uh. <laughs> As the Bucks are so. Oh, okay. From because like for me, like I'm not. He's like I, obviously, you know, I'm not. A, I'm not a big Patriots fan, so you know, obviously, I want them to lose. And um, I do like I, I say like um, I think the Bucks has a little bit more going for them right now. They got they have more. I know Gronkowski is out because of um, um broken ribs, and he's possibly probably going. He's I think they ruined him out for next week too against the Dolphins, but who knows? He's probably be coming in, but he could probably be out for a couple of weeks from what they said. But they still got Mike Evans and all those guys, and they, I actually do have um the Bucks, you know, beating the Patriots um tonight. Um, I think I think it's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a nice game. The hype is gonna be. I don't think the hype is gonna be what we expect it to be. I guess I don't think it's gonna be like a. Like some of the other games that we have them have in the past couple, you know, weeks, we actually been having some very good close games lately. Lately, you know, 
with the Ravens, Chiefs game. I think that might be in standards to be probably the game of the year, probably. And who knows? I mean, I know it's still kind of, you know, kind of too early to tell. But, you know, I mean, it's been a lot of close games this year. John's like, you know, like, what's your standpoint to, like, like the game, like all, like all the games so far, you know, as far as the football this year? It's insane. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, um, and before before we get into the actual episode, I just wanted to get your standpoint on the um, um, what must I say, legend is um, Deshaun Watson. You know, there's been a lot of stuff going on with Deshaun. Um, you know, they getting possibly getting traded, and then there's a lot of stuff going on. You know, what do you potentially see with Deshaun Watson? You know, um, do you see him being traded or? Getting, uh, getting kicked out the league, you think, or what you think is, what do you think is the next step for Deshaun? Yeah, hopefully, a jail cell. <laughs> yeah, 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 that too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, so we wait and see on that one. I know that's still up in the air, but them, the Texans are kind of like in disarray, and so yeah, so um, good week for football this week. So yeah, let's get into the actual episode. Um. Legend of Zelda. Um, so yeah, go ahead, John. You know, Bob, Bob, you know, this is all on you. Legend of Zelda. Um, the story of um, three, our three main characters. You know, um, Link, or you can change him to Lonk, or whatever name you want to change him to. But it's, you know, and the story comes. Link, and you got Link, Link, Zelda, and you got Ganondorf. So, um, all means, John, go ahead. You can start it off. <laughs> Alright, so Legend of Zelda, you know, started with the very first one on the NES, of course, Legend of Zelda. You know, the the games all kind of share a similar theme of kind of exploration and exploring, you know, collecting items and you know, about, and going to dungeons, you know, finding maps, correcting the usually the uh collecting the Triforce, you know, it's kind of the main item in the series. Not all not all the games do that, but uh most of them do. So and the timeline for the games is it's kind of weird because officially there's well, there's an official kind of uh story uh timeline for the games and they all kind of split off in different sections. But you know the games aren't really as connected some of them are. Now, some are like direct sequels uh, to the other ones. So, but officially, you know, the timeline is Skyward Sword, which is, uh, you know, deals with the Link and Zelda's ancestors, you know, great descendants, and they, of course, they uh, look and uh, name as them, uh, similar to them. But then that goes to the Minish Cap, Four Swords, uh, Ocarina of Time, and that's where the time uh, the timeline splits. Not it's not officially because you know the game goes like. The game, the you place you play Ocarina of Time, the game just goes like how it goes. Uh, the fame buzz, like they kind of like have this uh, all the theories where you know where you know the hero time is defeated, and that leads to a different set of games. If uh, you know, and then Link actually wins, and that leads to different side, uh, different side games, and uh, between him as a kid and him as an adult. And then, of course, all these games lead in, later on lead to uh, Breath of the Wild, which is you know the last current game. So basically, uh, so we we'll probably get more of that as we go individually game, into the games here. So, original Legend of Zelda, of course, came out you know nineteen eighty six here for the wow. NES. Okay. And, yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, it's not a big deal at the time because you know this is kind of like at the time you know, most games were like uh. Arcade conversions or platform mm-hmm. side-scrolling platforms. It's kind of the uh, you know, open world, top-down view. Just going through like you know, the, just going through the world, finding uh, you know monsters and enemies. You know, going through the little dungeons, going through little c- caves and f- discovering the secrets using your weapons. You know, the sword, shield, bombs, arrows, the boomerangs later on in games, stuff like that. And you know, the world's getting more complex as the series goes on, but. Yeah, this is the first game just kind of drops you off right in the middle of the you know the world here. And then mm-hmm. after playing this game, like I played it for a bit, you know, later on, of course. But you know, this game's like is insanely difficult, like for first timers. It's one of those games you have to know like where you're going because they, they there's no like no hints or anything. Just kind of like pop you <laughs> down the, in the middle of the world here, and then okay, go from there. So. Yeah, so this game, if you play this, I recommend looking up uh, guys and their maps and everything online because 
Yeah, as it like says, it's kind of hard. Plus, it's like mid 80s classic Nintendo hard type of deal. So, you know, the enemies can be unforgiving, especially if we're just not in the right spot or anything like that. So, they can <laughs> make you almost got to like be blocking them like uh, at the crazy amount of times, so, like all the times. Otherwise, you got a couple hits in your uh, you basically did. But, you know, this kind of sets off the general uh, formula for a lot of the uh, Legends of the games, you know. Go in the world, collect uh, things, you know, get the heart containers, go to explore dungeons, beat the boss there, get some weapons, and then finally, of course, go off against uh, Ganon, you know, or Ganondorf from later games. But, you know, the Ganon, you know, giant uh, pig monster in his monster form, Ganondorf is kind of his uh, normal form. I forgot the, uh, God, I'm going to forget what it's kind of called, but you'll get into it later. But, uh, yeah. So, you know, this game was kind of like the big deal at the time, like between this uh, Super Mario Brothers and Metroid, kind of like that. So to be the victory of the NES era of that time period for the uh, uh, first part Nintendo games. And then, of course, uh, Legend of Zelda led to Zelda 2, the Venture Link, which is like the oddball of the whole Zelda uh, <laughs> game, because this one was, this chill this day, this is like the weirdest one, just because it doesn't play like a traditional, like any other like uh, traditional Zelda games, is it's like a side-scrolling game which you can yeah. still like explore, but it's like so weird because it's just you know it doesn't follow like the what we know it to be as like a modern Zelda game or even back then. Mm-hmm. So it's, it definitely sticks out, and of course it's like it's the one that like no one really talks about just because how much you know <laughs> how much it changed everything. So, but there's a couple of uh, things. <laughs> Uh, you know, there's a couple of things that you know made her onto like uh, other Zelda games and stuff like that, and his legacy, like uh, the castle stage from you know uh, Super Smash Bros. series, uh, Super Smash Bros. Melee was you know from the uh, Zelda two, especially you know the music oh, from the background, oh, yeah, the background music from okay. this stages from this game. So okay. that's probably the thing that this game is most known for, you know, and yeah. a couple of couple of enemies, so. Uh, then of course, uh, Link to the Past, which is uh, one of my favorite, probably my favorite 2D Zelda game okay. from the Super Nintendo, came out in 1992 in America. But this is kind of like the one, just similar. It's kind of like almost a re- uh, like a more uh, up to uh, updated version of the original uh, Legend of Zelda, just like way more plot and story elements as well. So it's just not just dropping you in the middle of a map and telling you go, but you actually get uh, backstory and stuff like that. This is a yeah. Fantastic game, by the way. It's such a great game that I loved. <laughs> you know, play it. I have this on the Game Boy Advance as a kid playing it as well. So, but yeah, it's probably the uh, between this and Operator Time, probably the two most uh, well, uh, well loved, uh, most loved Zelda games there. Which one? This one, uh, was Link to the Past, uh, um... yeah, Link, Link to the Past. And so, but uh, yeah, you just kind of start off, you get like a it's, it's like so many good things about this game, but like mm-hmm. you kind of, it's, it's like more more of detail, kind of similar style to Zelda One, but just way more uh, better mechanics and details to the world. Of course, story elements as well. So that's kind of like the first, uh, you know, real uh, here's their backstory about Link and Zelda and other characters as well. You know, go explore the uh, Hyrule Castle, kind of get it off and in, uh, into the world. And of course, there's a, dark, uh, a mirror that lets you go to the dark uh, worlds, which is like, a, you know, versus Hyrule, and everything is, you know, terrible there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, as a kid playing that, was kind of like, oh, wow, this is uh, crazy. So, but a lot of, like I said, a lot of exploring. It's just those other things, but like, so I can't I can't do this justice enough because it's such a great game. Uh, and then, of course, that was a uh, layer followed with a Game Boy Color. A Game Boy layer, and it was later released to a Game Boy Color. Uh, Legend of Zelda game that follows in the same Link's Awakening. It's it's very similar to it, kind of plays in the same style, but it's a little more limited in things you can do. It was also kind of have some like a little weird stuff because it got like a little weird uh, side scrolling uh, passage parts as well. So, but it, very similar to uh, Link to the Past. So it kind of kind of has like the same kind of mechanics and it was later remade into uh, for Game One the. Uh, it's you no know, switch as well of the graphics and a couple other things, but this is another fun one. I remember uh, having this as well as a kid because it kind of it was a two pack of uh, a Game Boy Advance version of uh, a Link to the Past and w- with this and that came came with a Game Boy uh, I think the Game Boy Game Boy Color version of Link's Awakening. But 
uh, it's, it's kind of difficult. It's not taking place in Hyrule. Kind of like you play as Lincoln. I don't think, uh, and it doesn't also feature Zelda as well. So, well, in this one? Like, oh, and Link's yeah. Lincoln. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. So you just kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of wake up on like this island, just kind of like doing little things here. It's also okay. fun because like some certain Mario villains are in here as well, or certain Mario <laughs> characters like and you get like a chain chain chomps in this game for some reason, and I think Goombas wow. are as well. So it's, it's kind of weird, but it's still a fun game. So okay. And then so after a couple of years, because that came out in the early nineties, so a couple of years after that. Was Ocarina of Time, which is you know my favorite Zelda I think game. That, that's probably my it's probably my top three. Yeah, so Ocarina of Time, of course, this is like similar, very similar to uh, uh, you know, Link to the Past, which it just completely redefined what Zelda was. Fully 3D, exploring, you know, Hyrule and everything that it tells. And such, it's such a great story from start to finish. Yes. And I kind of wake up, you know, start, like, you know, because start as like in a child Link in his little village, and, you know, he's kind of like, oh, Boca, he wasn't a fairy. But, you know, he dressed like them, like the other kids and everything like that. And, you know, kind of go through his journey. You know, go uh, escaping, uh, leaving his village and going to uh, you know, Hyrule Castle Town mm-hmm. outside. That's when you know, Link first meets uh, Princess Zelda when she was a kid, and then of course that sets off the rest of the events here. You know, then get to operate time, and you know, it goes seven years in the future. I think it was seven years or so. Again, and get uh, uh, adult Link. So you know, that's kind of the first time in 3D we see adult Link because that's kind of like the you know his default character DC. So. Yeah, but you know, like I said, it's a, it's such a great game. Is I can't recommend it enough. Well, besides besides one part new, I could think everyone knows like the uh, the water temple, the water gets yeah, the water especially <laughs> especially on the uh, is sixty four version, which is oh, just a pain yeah. in the butt, you know. But uh, yeah, it, it, I feel like you know, it kind of got better with the three DS version, but yes. it, it's but still the original sixty four version of uh, the water temple is just a massive pain, but. So many great things on here, great characters. Of course, it's also the first appearance of Sheik. The you know, like I said, it's the first 3D one. So it kind of redefines Zelda. You know, still for a lot, of, a lot of people, this is like the kind of like the, the high point, the gold standard for what uh, you know the Zelda games are. Very similar to what the Super Mario 64 was to like the Mario series. So mm-hmm. yeah, and like I said, so many great things here, like uh, just like exploring the wide open fields of 3D. So and like Hyrule field. You know, find the monsters. I find the dungeons are well designed, like great characters. You know, it's kind of like a uh, collecting, you know, the different uh, items, everything going from different uh, temples and dungeons, everything like that. And then, of course, you can actually like go back and forth between time. You know, every time you use Ocarina of Time, you know, play different songs, and the songs have different effects. You know, one song can, uh, you know, po- uh, you know, can uh, well the main one mechanics is sending you back and back and forth between time. Because some of the things you can get while child link or things you can get only get while adult link, you know. Yeah. And the system time changes, you know, everything's different, you know, in the in the future, you know. Was that the first the game that ever done something like that where they actually like twitch the time between, you know, like with the character, like as far as like like you said, from a like from young link to adult link. Was that the first game that ever done something like that? No, that's the, the first first Zelda game. Okay. You did. I'm not sure if that's been something ever games in general, but so, like I said, it's kind of similar to what they did in uh, A Link to the Past with, uh, you know, the normal Hyrule and then the, uh, use the mirror and go to dark uh, Hyrule, so okay, it's kind of similar to that, but, you know, this is, like I said, like, different feature and things things are op- more opened up in the future or run down or when they're not in uh, you know, in the past as well, so mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, like I said, uh, Ocarina of Time, uh, Ocarina can you know, different mechanics can uh, uh, bring uh, Epona, which is a, a Link's beloved horse companion. That's the first time you can actually ride your horse around. And like I said, Hyrule's a very big place, so you know, it's good to have a you know, ride here. So, uh, you know, uh, song of, uh, so many good songs in here that are kind of uh, you know, if you play the game, you instantly know what they are and you remember them, can recite them. Like uh, it's from a st- uh, song of storms, which uh, you know, can bring uh, rain or sunlight, uh, teleport into different places, stuff like that. So, of course, uh, and then so I talk about all that. So, why? But uh, so awkward time, you know, great game. And then like the team was challenged to you know come up with a, uh, a they had like a tight deadline for the next Zelda game launch, and then they okay. kind of like. 
for uh, N64. So it's kind of how go like, okay, what can we do? We're going to reuse like a lot of assets and everything like that. So then now came, came with uh, Majora's Mask, which is it's, it's, it's very similar in uh, similar mechanics to uh, as the core gameplay goes to uh, uh to uh excuse me Ocarina of Time. It takes, it's like one of the few games in Zelda series that's like a direct sequel. So this kind of goes to uh, a little slight spoiler to Ocarina of Time, but it kind of goes into the ending for Link is sent back to relive his childhood, you know, after uh, defeat Ganondorf. So, you know, that's kind of, kind of where Ocarina of Time picks up as, you know, Link's uh, traveling uh, I was trying to feel a forest and uh, his, uh, you know, gets dunked down by Skull Kid and, you know, Okay, he got to go find his uh, got to find his fairy companion. You know the annoying, you know, the only fairy reminds you, hey, listen, uh, every five minutes or so. Hey, hey listen. And so, <laughs> and so he just kind of goes off in this world. Uh, you know, it's not high rules. Uh, Termia, which is is kind of similar. Uh, it's very similar to High because you know, like I said, it's, uh, you know, you made may for the same uh, wishcom. This made from this which come uh, same uh, engine as a uh, Ocarina of Time was so, but you know it's, it's, it's different enough to you know count its own world so, but you know in the whole main mechanic is just is basically using uh, the kind of like taking the time uh, travel mechanics of uh, you know uh, Ocarina of Time and just kind of like overdoing it just you know this kind of this thing where you know the uh, moon of course everyone knows this the moon's gonna crash into termia and destroy the whole world <laughs> in three days so you know elaine knows this and he has to you know find skull kids and you know stop him you know from like having while saving you know termia from the, you know the whole moon crashing so you have three days but what what it does is you have to like keep going constantly go back and forth between the time so it's similar to uh, you know Ocarina of Time, you know you can use Ocarina to slow. Here is more slow down time, or speed it up in certain cases, or completely reset the time frame back to the three days. So it's very uh, interesting mechanics here. But you know, story here is like it's way more like dark and creepy and uh, you know mysterious than it was in you know Ocarina of Time. And Ocarina of Time is kind of, you know it has this moment, especially in the future where you know oh, everything sucks and everything, but you know. But you know, let's all save it. And here it's kind of the thing because, like, like certain people are like, are happy, they're just happy go lucky. Like, yeah, you know, everything's fine. But you know, like, you know, on like day one and day two, it's kind of like, yeah, we should worry about the moon. Then, like, day three, you like, especially get closer to like, uh, then the moon come crashing down. It's just like everyone's like, oh God, like, we're all going to die. So, (laughs) and you know, there's definitely more of a theme of like, you know, dread and death in, in this one compared to other Zelda games. It's like, like many people are just looking around, like, yeah, hey, no, this is going to suck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, suck their feet, and just, and just in general, just just more uh, from like side characters, everything seems more down, <laughs> even so, compared to uh, you know, the other Zelda games here. But and there's yeah. also uh, you know, mask in this game, various masks that links uh, you know, puts on that allows him to uh, transform different uh. Different creatures, you know, Deku Mask uh, turns into a Deku Scrub. The Goron uh, Mask makes into a Goron. Goron and Zora Mask turns into a Zora. And, you know, they each got, like, different abilities. So, like, Deku uh, Link turns into smaller. He can kind of, like, hover in the air, shoot Deku Nuts at people. Goron Link can, uh, you know, roll into a giant ball. He can get around a little faster. And Zora Link is probably the closest you get to, like, an adult Link in the game. But he can uh, swim very fast, so... Again, this kind of has like the same mechanics of uh, you know going to collecting things, getting different items, going to dungeons and uh, things like that. But yeah, it's a very interesting game, though. Let's give you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> from there, we kind of have two games for the Game Boy Color: the Oracle Games, Oracle Seasons, and Oracle of Ages. Very kind of similar to uh, the previous Link's Awakening uh, for the Game Boy game. Kind of feature the same style. And it's kind of like these games are kind of linked together, so they uh, so it's kind of like that's kind of like the uh, you know, time period, especially going after a Pokemon, you know, those games, yeah, those the yeah. uh, games that had you know two different versions. Uh, some things may be a little changed, but you know, some yeah. things aren't. Uh, this one's uh, kind of interesting because like one game is more of like straight up 
more of a, a venture game, kind of like uh, similar to like uh, like said, Link to the Past and Link's Awakening. While other ones more, it's uh, kind of more of like a puzzle game, like kind of similar to like other uh, the handhelds other games coming up later on. So, but the actually you uh, beat one game and can actually link up to the other game and can actually link up create like a more a detail in between the two there. So, and then from there, so. So after that, after Majora's Mask, we kind of went a couple of years without uh, Zelda games. Wait for like the game two came out, and by this point, everyone was waiting because they that's the point we seen like the whole uh, preview video. I think everyone now from my E three two thousand one of uh, you know the kind of three D adult link versus Ganondorf battle that like every Zelda fan knew okay. at the time. So and that's when like everyone was like, oh god, can't wait for uh. So the next Zelda games will look great, you know, for the game two graphics and engine behind you. So yeah, uh, unfortunately, that's not what we got, you know, right yeah. at the time. So <laughs> and then, so you know, when it came out, you know, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker was <laughs> came out instead. Yeah. And you know, it's a fan at the time because I was like, this is like I was really the you know, it, like uh, it's Legend of Zelda because you know, I was playing that. Super Smash Bros. Melee, you know, like yes, uh, yeah, no, Doll Link, you know, at least my, uh, my favorite character from that time period. So I was like, yeah, I can't wait for this uh, Zelda game. Go get it, did Like seeing like the first uh, preview for Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker, and those the, the show shaded uh, the cartoon graphics, and there's like, what? Like, where? What happened to the preview? What happened to the other one? <laughs> then it's like. Yeah, so like at the time, <laughs> yeah, so like at the time period, I stand like people were expecting like one game, yeah, this style, and then when it finally came out, everyone was just like, This is not what we wanted. So, yeah. like, it was a lot of disappointment, not the time period, but then when when Wicker came out, you know, everyone's like, No, it's actually it's a, a good like, game, so it's a call for all one, yeah. I think, I think people genuinely, yeah, I have to agree, like, you know, like, I think people. Didn't like it at first. I think, like you said, people was expecting like like an actual 3D Zelda game at the time, but they end up changing course and doing the Toon Link. And here's a call for Alvin behind him. So I think people, you know, like the Wind Waker. I enjoyed it for what it was, but I still wanted my 3D Zelda game. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, once it came out and once you sat down and played it, it was kind it was of like the thing. It's just like at the, you know, I was like. At that time period, I remember that was like a big thing. Like that time period, things I remember very distinctly: just people being, you know, disappointed that you know, you know, we wasn't getting like a like a more realistic 3D Zelda game. Still got like yeah, cartoon a lot going. Of upset about that. Yeah. yeah, but you know, the Wind Waker's uh, main gimmick is you know the selling like uh, selling the open sea here. So you kind of it's yeah. it is very different. You know, at the time period, uh, more of a which come. A pirate kind of well, not like pirate, but you know, sailing type of game. So, like, thing that's really yeah. hasn't haven't done uh, with which come in the Zelda series at the, at the time period, you know, more water and open floor. But you like, so this is actually a really good game, uh, you know, a game that you know, once people actually kind of got you know, around you know, got over the initial disappointment of it not being a uh, which come. You know, the more realistic 3D Zelda, which we'll get later, but you know, time period. It's still a good game there. Uh, what's next here? Um, you got, um, I mean, you got four swords and you got Minish yeah. K, K, um, Cap, the Minish Cap. No, the Minish Cap. So you got yeah. those two games. Um, I, I think I okay, played yeah. swords a little bit. Yeah. I didn't know that was a part of the main series. I actually thought that was kind of like a spinoff. Like, okay, you know. But go ahead. I ain't mean that. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to figure because like these because uh, kind of Zelda games kind of go back and forth between like consoles and handhelds. So like it's kind of like yeah. games. Like, like in the release in the release or trying to figure out where <laughs> it goes here. But uh, yeah, so four swords. Uh, this is like uh, off the base of it's like yeah, it's a kind of a spinoff, but. Of the game, it's based off the uh, Link to the Past engine, so it plays very similar to that. It was like later on, it was released for the DSiWare as a four source anniversary edition, which was gave away as a it was gave away for free, I think, during the limited time during the uh, WishCon during anniversary is a a celebration of their latest release game, The Link Between Worlds. So that's why I got it from. 
you know, later on. Because, like, at the time, if you had, like, the Game Boy version of it, you you had to play with, uh, which car? You had to, like, find someone else to play with because, like, it was a co-op only. When they were released it for the DS, you actually played, like, through single player, though. So, it's a very fun game, you know. It's a good little time waste. There's not really, uh, much going on for, like, story-wise. It's just kind of, like, uh, you know, you go around in the different uh, worlds, you know, there's one based on, uh, you know, there's one based on, like, uh, Link to the Past, there's one based on, which come uh, Bones Worlds, by the way, based on Link to the Past and based on a version of Zelda, but, like, they all have, like, their own like, little things to go around, kind of have to, like, uh, switch back and forth between, like, the four links, kind of, you know, they uh, do certain tasks, or, sorry, uh, if you're playing with uh, co-op, then it's just two, but, like, you can play up to four, <laughs> so... <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's a little fun time waster. You know, it's kind of quick to play through, though. So it's not like a super in depth game, but it's, it's pretty fun. Yeah. So, so was Minish Cap. Okay. So Minish Cap is probably one I didn't play a lot, but it's, uh, this came on the Game Boy Advance in 2005 in America. So it's very, uh, like I said, this is like a. Kind of handheld spinoff error, so very similar to like uh, how Four Swords and Four Swords Adventures plays here. Mm-hmm. Basically, the main gimmick of this is uh, Link puts on a, a hat and can shrink down even to smaller size and gets around, do things like that. So, very much, you know, like I said, these are like uh, the handheld error of the spinoffs are kind of like, I mean, we're not spinoff on the main games, kind of like. They're there. They're, some of them are very fun, but it's just, you know, what people expect from the Zelda was like, you know, the main console games at that point in time. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so which would be the next main console game would be uh, Twilight Princess. My favorite. This is, this is, this is my favorite. This yeah, is what you want to talk about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, I don't mind. Uh, this is kind of what I've done, admit, like, you know, I can say I'm not. Uh, I know about the story of Zelda and stuff like that, but this is this this is the game that kind of got me back into like the hype of Zelda. Like this game was really good. I got it unfortunately on the um, the Wii. I got it on the Wii when it, I think it, that's when it first came out on the Wii first, I believe. It came or, out on both at came, the same time. It came out on both of them. Yeah. Okay, so okay, so it came it out. On a, both. Yeah, it was originally supposed to be a uh, GameCube game, but. Okay. It kept getting delayed, so by the time it came on the GameCube, the Wii was already out. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's a, so John. So, yeah, because so I initially got on the Wii, and I um, it took me a while to actually beat this game, and basically the story is same. You know, um, uh, it's this it's the thirteenth installment of Zelda, and Zelda becomes his, you know, a wolf. In this one, um, he ends up having to trying to save Zelda, and he has to help out. Uh, um, who would you call like a, like a mage or something like that? Like Mina. It's been such mm. a while. Yeah, I think that's her name is Mina. And um, so it's basically like you know, like it's like a dark and light. So they got new enemies like these dark beings and stuff like that, and. Um, you know, the, and all the, you know, obviously the darkness is ruled by you know Ganon. And, you know, you get to actually see Ganon's other form in this one, surprisingly, like the um his his beast form in this one. That was really mm-hmm. cool to see that in three D. That that was really well done. That is um, this you get to see Link's beast form too, which is a wolf. So you get to see both their beast forms. Um, that fight was actually really good. Um, the boss fight at the end. Oh, her name is Midna. Um. And um, you know, then you, you know you see like the it's like you know you see him transform Ganon into his um into his the, the form the um for I think this came at the same time as Brawl came out Super Smash Bros Brawl so that's his form um and you know there's a um I think this probably this is kind of what John mentioned about the 3D Zelda game this is kind of the one that we got and this like I think this was in the probably the one I think people genuinely like besides Ocarina of Time. I think Ocarina of Time is probably you know probably one. I think it's probably the best Zelda game until we see the one that we'll probably get to later, you know, later in the episode. 
But I think Trial Princess was probably the best. I know they had a remake of it. Unfortunately, I didn't get it. I think it was like on the Wii U, so I <laughs> I didn't get it because I, I I actually really like Trial Princess. Water levels again was abysmal. Um, mountain that thing was abysmal. But um, anything else you want to add to that? You know, like to the um the core story. I know I kind of glanced over some stuff. No, you're fine. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, just a little break there. So yeah, I feel yeah. like, I feel like you probably uh, know more about this than I did. So. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because this one, um, this one they did kind of go through different time, like go to different like realms, especially during like this, like the third to the last, um, 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 world was when you had to fight Zant, who was second in command after um Ganon. So that that fight was a that fight was that fight was actually really hard. I had to back then, you know, we had the books and stuff like that, the, the books, but we had the cheat on G4 TV. So they kind of <laughs> told you how to uh beat like Zant. They did like a whole episode dedicated to um to um to um to try princess. How to beat Zant. I had to look that up at the time. And I was struggling with that fight and it showed Again, this should you the whole fight. But Ganon's was actually kind of self-explanatory. Besides like, the first fights, you know, it's kind of self-explanatory. But but yeah, they did a whole episode catered to the Trial Princess. And yeah, I think I think Trial Princess is a really I know it gets kind of, you know, in the background because you know, like like you mentioned of like the um of Ocarina and Majora's mask and even the um Link's Awakening, you know, those great you know, Zelda games or top, you know, top tier games. I know those, I know that, I know Tri-Punch is kind of because of the whole, the beast thing between, you know, Link and Ganon and, you know, this is, but I it's a really good game, you know, and especially story-wise, you know, this story, you know, Link, this story, you kind of see, you start off as adult Link, like mid-adult Link in the beginning, and then you see him, you know, you know, in his village, and he has, he has friends in the village and stuff like that, and then he ends up becoming a chosen one, you know, to, to save the Princess Zelda. So I actually really enjoy, uh, and then actually do get, you know, Zelda's a Princess of Light, and then you get Minna who's a Princess of Darkness. So, so it, it works hand in hand, and I thought I thought the um I thought the story was really good. Um, so yeah, you know I'm I'm good. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully I do. Hopefully down the line I will. Hopefully they put that on the um the switch. Hopefully they do like a remake on it. Like put the remake on the switch because I do want to replay that game because I that game was really good. I really enjoyed Fire Princess. Hopefully they put that on there. <laughs> but I'm I'm good. <laughs> okay. So moving on back to uh, after Twilight Princess, move back on to Ushkan, uh, back on the handheld series with uh, Phantom Hourglass, which is a uh, that's the 3DS, wasn't it, or the no, DS? The DS. Okay, DS. Right. Yeah, so it was very similar to uh, the Wind Waker. You know, I think it's a sequel, so it kind of continues their story from what they're set off. Mm-hmm. So more kind of a. Uh, it's exploring the seas, you know, open seas there. So, and then that you got a sequel, uh, Legends of the Spirit Tracks, which that'll take away the the boats and sailing and replace with trains. So, yeah, it's kind of uh, you know, it's kind of ones I had like the least experience with. So, besides yeah. just a broader understanding, just because at that point it's kind of. Not really feeling Zelda series at that point, those kind of games there. But after, uh, you know, there, the Zelda Twice Princess, the last, uh, the next main uh, console, home console Zelda game was Skyward Sword. This mm-hmm. is probably like the, the least like Zelda game. Like, yeah, well, I hate game. this game. Like, um, it was. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, yeah, I, was, I was gonna say, like, you know, I don't. I understand what you know. I think a lot. Of, like you said, I think people just despise this game. Like people just. I think they did a remake of it too, and I think people just. Um, did they do it? No, they did. They did not do a remake. Oh yeah, they did do a remake in HD. And, and I remember the Outlast, but um, um, uh, I just remember people hating this game. Like, like, like I said, I um, 
I think after Try Princess, I kind of was like, I was more so in tune with like everything, like the story afterwards. But the gameplay stuff was kind of like hit and miss. And then, like you mentioned, like a lot of the games were kind of like on the handheld systems, like the DS and 3DS and stuff like that. So it was kind of you know, you only gonna play but so many. But um, but Scott was so I, I remember people just hating this, despising this game. And I thought the graphics were pretty decent. They had like the little cartoony graphics, you know, kind of. It kind of took the elements of um, Toon Link's art style and a little bit of Tri Princess with the 3D aspect. And they probably they made it beautiful um, game. But I think it just I don't, I don't think it just resonated with people. What, what you what's your standpoint on the Skyward Sword game? No, it didn't at the time. Just because it felt it didn't feel like very much like. Zelda game it just felt. Okay. I mean, like people say, it just feels like too, too linear. Kind of like not like the more open linear games where uh, Zelda games where you can like do everything like in any order, for the most part. But this one just seems like it was just kind of lack of what made the Zelda games great yeah. at the time. So I feel I, I heard they fixed some stuff for the, you know, the re- uh, make of it. So, but okay. at the time, it just seems like. It was just kind of like a bare bones kind of Zelda game. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's kind of like the main thing, like at the time period, like people just didn't like, you know, especially coming off of, uh, you know, Twilight Princess, you know, even Wind Waker, you know. Yeah. Like those games still, you know, felt like Zelda games, you know, had their own fame, but like, this one just didn't really feel like, you know, a Zelda game there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's we got. That. Between worlds, yeah, yeah and, uh, between a uh, link between worlds, which is uh, that came out in 3ds and uh, a sequel to uh, like uh, which called a sequel to which called a link to the past, you know, side of funk, you know, that came out like 20 years later, so but uh, yeah, so it's kind of a, a like official sequel, but even though it's kind of like different. Like our style and uh, very similar, uh, different to uh, what you know the classic uh, Link to Past style was. But the main thing here is kind of like you can uh, go between like uh, go sideways between walls and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so kind of a uh, thing. So it's 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 all right, but you know, uh, I, I don't think it was. I don't think it's like as good as you know the original Link to Past, just because that was like. Yeah, amazing game there. So yeah, I feel it's kind of fits more into that you know Phantom Hourglass Spirit Tracks type of deal, <laughs> or you know it, it kind of like in between like those games in the the Minch Cap and Four Swords games. So you know. mm. finally, well after this, we got like remakes of uh, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Link's Awakening, you know stuff yeah. like that. And when Waker like came out on uh, various systems, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. On the uh, 3DS and the Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD was on the Wii U. Scar mm-hmm. Sword in the uh, Link's Awakening, Scar Sword on the Switch. So uh, then finally, I reached uh, the current game. Well, uh, soon to be current game here, the main series, the Breath of the Wild, which mm-hmm. though once again just kind of like redefined what the Zelda game you know is and what the series is here. It's very similar to uh, kind of like. The original Zelda, where you just kind of like start in the middle, just kind of exploring face, but very it takes very uh, various cues from like a uh, Ocarina of Time and you know stuff like that, and it's just it's just, it's a great game, mm-hmm. you know. So I love you know it's a lot of things I love about it. Just kind of like more like exploring everything, just like see, and find out what's happening. You know, they do kind of they do uh, they don't have like dodges, but they do kind of like have a. Uh, like the boss uh, dungeons, I feel like it's kind of fan kind of like they do have the little uh little trials where you get the hard pieces and things like that. Yeah, but you know, it doesn't really place like a, like a good like a classic Zelda dungeon, you know. Yes, uh, I do like the the boss ones were fine, but it's, it's only the the four main boss ones in there, so not like you know the many dungeons we used to have in the past ones. Uh, plus like some of the mechanics, like you got uh, use a gyroscope and. Uh, and the Joy Cons and like certain ones, you especially you know playing handheld can be a pain. So yeah, like sit it down, sit the uh, switch <laughs> down, you uh, detach the Joy Cons and do it that way. But uh, yeah. yeah, like I said, uh, you know the main thing about this is just exploring areas. You know, 
by Amy, so many things to collect in this game. You know, yep. just you know, love the gliding, just going to like top of like you can climb mountains and everything. You know, jump off, glide down, things like that. And then, of course, you know, uh, you know the moon comes out and like all the enemies are like super dangerous and everything like that. So, <laughs> and, you know, sometimes you, if you start off, you go fight them, but you know, sometimes it's just yeah, cool, to just like chill out and you know, wait to <laughs> wait for the thing kind of, uh, time pass by. You know, very classic Zelda setup of uh, you know, stop Ganondorf uh, again. You know, help Zelda things like that. What I do like is like technically you can actually like go like fight Gan like any time. Yeah, so you, that's so cool. it's like like see I see like uh, the playthroughs like people just like immediately like go to things and like eh, here's how I defeat a game with like a stick here and stuff like that for like what on, like the very first level here thing like that. But you know, of course, so that's kind of like a. A little similar to what they did in uh, Majora's Mask, where, like, technically you can, uh, you know, fight the, you know, the boss, like, without, you know, getting everything, but, like, like it almost guaranteed you're die, so, but, yeah, like I said, there's, so, there's such a wide, you know, field to explore and collect everything in here. It's just a fantastic game, like I said, it's probably, uh, it's up there, my, my top three favorite Zelda games here. Mm-hmm. Yep, great game, right? Yeah. Really, like, I think, um, Zelda, Zelda has a knack for just changing the genre of story-based games or single-player-based games. Like this, this game won a lot of a uh, lot won a uh, a lot of awards when this came out, and, and it was one of the main headliners besides Mario Odyssey when the Switch came out. And it kind of puts the Switch to the to the atmosphere. You know, everybody wanted to get this game at the time. You know, um, I mean, it was a release on the same day. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was released the same day. Um, so, um, and usually like when you have a new console, that, um, that, those that come out in the console make or break the system, and I think that, um, even with the Switch's problems, you know, it still has multiple problems that need to fit, you know, to look, to look, to look at, but, um, that, that, that lineup of games that came out with this being, the, the headliner at launch was amazing, and and a lot of people took their time beating this game, and you know, a lot of hours has been spent <laughs> in Breath of the Wild, and um, I think I think it kind of rejuvenated the whole genre of Zelda games. You know, from like you like you like you mentioned before, like you know, from uh, Ocarina of Time, you know, re- redefining the the 3D um um 60 and 64 back in the day to try Princess, you know, you know, you know, being one of the first, you know, 3D um, um, Zelda games, you know, back on the Wii, and then you go to Breath of the Wild, which is, you know, um, for the Switch, you know, did, you know, become be more of an open world Zelda, like a very open world game, where you can just do anything in that game, but you can follow the, the narrative, you know, you can follow the linear path, or you can just go farm and get, the, you know, the Master Sword. You actually had to go out there and find the Master Sword, you, it wasn't given to you. Actually, had to work for it to get the Master Sword. I remember when I initially bought the game, I couldn't. I, I wanted to get the Master Sword because it was the best sword. You know, I was just the best sword. But um, you had to have a certain amount of containers, which is your health in Zelda terms, in order for you to um, to pick the sword up. And you had to have like I think a twelve of twelve or thirteen um, heart containers. Um, so to, to lift it up, and it was a that was just an amazing thing just to do that, and then, um, obviously, like you know, um, so like, go, you know, like, did you like, did you mind that the whole, like, the whole, like, certain of the, like, you know, certain of the weapons, like, you know, the, like, you know, like, certain swords, you know, stuff broke and shields broke, did you mind that, or? You thought that could have been worked on us a little bit better. Like, I mean, it makes sense for the type of thing, uh, you know, for the type of game it was, you know. Yeah. I think I think it makes sense. It makes sense in like a Zelda game. Okay. Obviously, you know, it's kind of annoying, but yeah, you know, that's kind of like a thing. That's kind of how a thing it was. You know, it's kind of it did have like a little bit like uh, you know, have to build some things and craft some things and stuff like that. So I mean, yeah, it kind of worked. I mean, of course, it's like it's annoying because you know. You have to constantly, you know, have a weapon on you and things like that. But you know, I, I, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, same. Like I, at first when I first played it, I I didn't like that aspect. But then, the more you play it, the more you be accepting of it because it's not 
about the game was open world, so you can pick up, you know, even though one thing broke, you, you'll probably get something better when you take out a certain boss or a certain mini boss, something like that, you know. And then certain weapons did well if you went into those little dunk, those trials. You get like the little energy weapons that made the game a little bit more easier. And then they had like a timer for the uh, Master Sword at the time, you know, at, you know, and a timer for the Master Sword, so you only use it for certain you know, certain, you know, hits, and then it regenerates, but you, you would never lose it. But the, um, the, 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 um, the high rules shield, you can lose that one, you know, you can lose that. So I thought, I thought, you know, revolutionized the um, genre of open world games at the time. And, and people still talk praises about it to this day. It's like one of the best, you know, it still is. And then, you know, obviously, you know, they are doing a sequel. To Breath for the Wild, um, I I think basically they're gonna probably it's gonna probably be the, more almost the same exact game about the first one, but add a few more things to it, you know, to make it a little bit more better. Like I said, I'm, I actually am kind of surprised that we did not get a trailer for that or some type of gameplay for that. You know, direct maybe maybe in the next couple of months we we'll probably have some more info about it. But I'm I'm genuinely surprised. That we didn't get uh, a trailer for that, you know, or some type of gameplay, which leads us into that, you know, into the new Switch that's coming out in the in, during the holiday season. So, um, any like anything that you want to see from the um the sequel to Breath of the Wild? Anything you want? Anything new or revolutionary you want to see into that game? I can't really think of anything new, but I mean, from what you know, the little we did see of it, I think it's just. It's gonna be similar to like how Majority of the Mass was built upon uh Ocarina of Times engine and stuff like that. So I don't think there's gonna be like I don't think it's gonna be anything revolutionary, just more like what we've seen so far is just more kind of uh above the uh, ground stuff, you know, probably more flying and you know, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. like it says it's gonna be a sequel to like Breath of the Wild, not like the next Zelda thing, so what happened. So I feel like the sequels are kind of like we're really gonna take the existing stuff and like build upon that. So, mm. but that's all it usually goes for the Zelda series. So. Yeah. So, um, another question, you know, like I, I know some people are not really big fans of remakes because that's kind of like you know, um, the easy, cheap way to get out of like a situation. You know, let's give this guy, let's give these guys a new Zelda game out in years, so how about we just give them a remake? Um, but let's hypothetically say, you know, um, they were a, you know, they had a direct, you know, tomorrow. Like, what, 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 what would you want to see them do a remake of um, for for the Switch? If you had to pick one, um, was it spinoffs or anything? Like anything that you feel is done? I'm trying to think because like a lot of <laughs> stuff has already been remade. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, honestly, just put like the the HD remakes they already did, like on the Switch. Honestly, mm-hmm. everything else is already you know on the, uh, the Switch Online. So, like I said, my favorites are like major uh, over time Link to uh, Link to Pass, but you're not gonna already play that. So, yeah, like, I think what the way the Zelda series is is like you know all the the top ones already been remade already or remade yeah. so. It'd just be redundant just to remake them again. So, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, putting the stuff like Twilight Princess, you know, and uh, Wind Waker uh, stuff on Switch. So, yes. I feel it's just like the handheld games. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It, yeah. You hit on the nail like that. Cause, um, yeah, you know, Skyward Sword and Link's Awakening are already on the Switch. And unfortunately, like, you know, Ocarina and Majora's Mask. Try Princess and Wind Waker. They are they are remade, but they are but Majora's Mask and Ocarina are on the 3DS and um Try Princess and um Wind Waker were on the Wii U. So I think that they are in need of uh um, not not necessarily a remake, but basically just transfer them over to the Switch or put them on the uh the virtual console or something. I do think that they need to put those games because um one of them, like one game I haven't played in years since the N64, actually, was Ocarina of Time. I, that, that's how long I haven't played Ocarina of Time <laughs> since the N64 back in Blackbuster days. 
So that was the last time I actually played Ocarina of Time, unfortunately. So I will, and I, I didn't get the 3DS game, you know. Um, but I will, I would love for them to to put that on the Switch or some way they put that on the Switch. And um, I played bits and pieces of Majora's Mask, but um, I, I, I I'm, you know, it, it was good. But you know, I think I said I think Trey put Ocarina of Time and Breath of the Wild are my personal favorites, and um, um, of the um. Zelda can and um talk a little bit about the spinoffs too. Um the spinoffs were meh, you know. Um I think some of the worst ones were the compact disc interactive ones. Uh the uh, the, the Zelda Evil and the Wanda Gamillion and Zelda's Adventure. Those were abysmal. If you if those those are the fill up C D um ones and um if you don't know, I forgot who did like a nice video of all of the bad, like those games. Like, there's somebody on YouTube that did like a funny video of those, um, of the uh, of those Zelda games. But um, but yeah, um, what's your standpoints on the um, some of the spinoffs were decent, you know, but some of them were, were very bad. But what you yeah. got on those? There's <laughs> only, only like two, many three good ones. So. Yeah. Uh, like the Hyrule Roller, uh, Hy- Hyrule uh, R- Warriors games are fine, but it's just like a, a typical like Warriors game. If you play one, you play them, play them all. So just yeah, you know, just be a bunch of enemies and so yeah. Uh, and, you know, uh, what's that game? Kings of Hyrule, which you know, seems alright, but it's not kind of my thing. That Roman base game. And Triforce Heroes is kind of like a another one. I mean, yeah, the the I said the um spinoffs are just kind of there, you know. Yeah. So I mean, it's not you're not really missing much if you don't play them. So. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not canon worthy. And I mean, I mean, obviously, I mean, you know, you know, I was the best spinoff. Thanks, crossbow training. <laughs> ah, that game. Ah, the, the Wii Zapper. Oh, jeez. But um, so yeah. I'll, um, with you know, with us closing out, you know, just, you know, just giving a little bit of tidbits on like the Zelda game. What do what what is your ideal Zelda game? Like, if you if you was like head of like you know the Zelda, you know, you know, head of like. You know Nintendo and the crazy, you know Zelda. Um, if you had to make like the next big Zelda game, like, what what things that you would add into it? You know, as far as like the you know Zelda, you know, to make it probably arguably like one of the greatest games of all time. Like, what would you add to it? I mean, for me, I'll probably take little like stuff from my my three favorite, three or four favorites. So I'll probably like take. Like the mechanics, the gameplay of like uh, well, most of the gameplay from Breath of the Wild, yeah, mixed it with like the the setting of the setting of from uh, a link to the past, and probably mix like some story mechanics and uh, a little bit of gameplay from uh, which um, Ocarina of Time. So, okay, just probably it may be a little bit of a Twilight Princess in there, just kind of like setting as well. Yeah. So I probably just like put like all that together because I feel like you know uh, Breath of the Wild is kind of like you know a good starting point. Just it is probably you know for like a lot of stuff in there, maybe take some things out, change some things or so. But for me, probably add like a couple more like uh like villages and towns, like how it was in okay. uh, Ocarina of Time stuff like that. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I, I love just you know play as a more uh, adult Link because you know I like that's my favorite. You know, yeah, he he's great. He's great. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. For me personally, I want to see like. Uh, um. I'm gonna piggyback off you, which is. I love the style of um Breath of the Wild. I think Breath of the Wild. I feel it's like it's like the standard. I think I think everybody probably will be. I mean, it's it's your own opinion, but I'm a, I think everybody will probably agree that most Zelda games should be like how Breath of the Wild is, but then add a little bit of elements from. You know, like some other oh, like, games like you know, Ocarina of Time and George Mask, Train Princess, and even a little bit of um from um Wind Waker, you know, a little bit. Um but be a little bit like Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild is like the more standard open world, 
but I want to add like maybe like a little bit of Twilight Princess because I do I do want them to go back to the wolf the beast stuff a little bit because I thought that was really good stuff. Um, I want them to you know to re to re um to reimagine and rediscover that beast uh story um and even bring back Midna back. I would love to see her come back. To the canon of you know Twilight, you know to Zelda, and even um, and you know I want to see like Breath of the Wild with Twilight Princess stuff, and then add Ocarina of Time, where you can see maybe like a young Link, you know, as his normal beast. I need probably be a puppy, but it would just be funny just to see, you know, stuff like that. And um, yeah, I think that's kind of like my ideal type of um, um Zelda game if that if that ever would happen, but um. Yeah, I, I think I, I think you know I actually think that Zelda is probably one, arguably probably one of the greatest story-based games, single-player games of all time. I think it's you know it's a great, a strong fan base. People love the games, even when they had some of their bad games. I think people try to like them, but you know I think people I think they found their niche with Breath of the Wild. Um, anything else you like to mention? And there's a great cast of characters with Link, you know Zelda and um. Oh, we forgot about Sheik. I know she's not really in, you know, a lot of people don't mention her, but, you know, don't forget about Sheik, you know, um, who was the alter ego of um, of um, Zelda. And, um, and you know, you got Ganon or, you know, Ganondorf. So, um, um, anything else you like to mention about Zelda, you know, um, about the, the lore and story and stuff like that? Anything else you want to mention? No. Yeah, I think yeah, John did a great you did a great job, you know, explaining you know the um, Legend of Zelda. People will you know think that. You're... I also want to give a shout to uh, the High Hyrule, Hyrule Historia book, which is kind of like the Zelda Bible, you know, for a lot of people. <laughs> it's, uh, it's kind of like where they talk about you know the timeline, you know, the official you know timeline of the game. So it's officially published by uh, Nintendo themselves. So. Okay, I think I've seen that book. Of, I know you guys. You know when we all go to the conventions and stuff, y'all always talk about the book and um, um, and how good, of, how great it was. You know, for you know, for normies like me who don't know too much about it. Uh, I remember reading it when y'all was, you know, discussing it. And it was really, it's a really good read. Read. Um, you know, like I said, published by Nintendo. Sorry, that's a good shout out. Anything else you like to mention? About uh, it. there's also uh mondas of uh, some of the games in the series as well. Okay. So. Yeah, I mean it's, it's very uh just taking you know, the vest from the games and uh yeah you know just putting it in a manga form, but uh you know you just uh, people don't want to you know play for the game itself and just read that instead. <laughs> now I got I got one question. I know it's gonna probably ruffle a lot of feathers, but um do you <laughs> Do you ever think that they will ever do a movie on Legend of Zelda, or you think that if you just keep it to the games? You know, you you know, you know, it's always gonna be that one person that's gonna want them to do a movie on a game. And but, uh, do you see a potential game like a like a like a movie, a TV series about Legend of Zelda? Like, do you see anything possible like that in the near future? I feel like if it hasn't happened already, it's probably not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I I mean like I mean anything is possible. I don't think I think the story itself is already there's a lot of story they can cover you know a lot of story they need to cover unlike a Mario story which is kind of all over the place Mario really doesn't have a story technically but um, I think for the the diehard fan base of Zelda I think that'd probably be a shot in the foot if they did like a movie in that form for um Zelda um, but um, anything else. You like to mention? Yeah, um, yeah. I actually like, you know, we discussed about the games, um, you know, talked about, you know, just, you know, some of the games and, you know, some of our, um, you know, um, favorites and stuff like that. I'm thinking about, you know, I don't know if you may, maybe you want to do maybe a Mortal Kombat. You know, I think Mortal Kombat is, um, <laughs> I know Mortal Kombat has, I, I got, has a nice catalog of games, but I do feel like, I think some people forget about how great the lore is for Mortal Kombat, especially the new, the the new canon they have now. Um, I think Mortal Kombat would be like a nice little um, pickup after this. I think Mortal Kombat. Um, I think people genuinely like Mortal Kombat, and the, 
they're a great roster of characters and even villains, you know, Shao, you know, um, you know, Scorpion, Sub Zero, Johnny Cage, Sonya Blade, you know, Liu Kang, you know, Raiden, and countless others, you know. So, um, maybe we'll do that one, you know, in the in the maybe we'll do, um, like on talk about the you know, the games on that one because because you know, Mortal Kombat has a lot of games and a lot of. Some good ones and some and a lot of bad ones <laughs> um, from their roster. Um, and um, yeah, I, th- I think you know, I think Zelda's like you know um, now you know this ended off you know like um, do you think that Zelda should be in the topic of being like one of the best single player games of all time? You think that you think that should be up there? You think you think it should be in anybody's top three or five or you think it's just depends on your the opinion? opinion. I mean, if they enjoy the series, then yeah, yeah. I mean, for uh, me I, personally, be, I'm sorry, for me personally, will be just because you know, not too many uh, single player games these days. So. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's um, I think um, I think um, yeah. If you're not a big fan of it, I understand, but I think it should be like you know, you got to give credit where credit is due. It's like one of the best. You know, it's been around since the nineteen, the late nineteen eighties. See, it's still going strong to this day. You know, the fan base is still strong. The games are doing really well. The lore and stuff is still there. Doing books and stuff about it, and manga and stuff like, and everything like that. And yeah, it's only going up from here. So I think next week we'll probably do Mortal Kombat. I think Mortal Kombat will be a nice, deep, nice discussion on all those games. I think those. I think the lore of Mortal Kombat is a very Nice, you know, um, take on um, the video games and how how much they revolutionized the video game, and they, one of the one of the games that kind of reduced the ES ESRB rating. So I think that was kind of um, you know, you know, good for that stuff. So um, so yeah, guys, thank you guys for um, listening to this episode. You know, talking about Legend of Zelda. John did a great job as usual. And um, Legend of Zelda, this that, that was you know his that's his that, that's his pride and joy. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I think next week we'll do um, we'll do um, Mortal Kombat. I think Mortal Kombat would be a nice day, deep dive, man. So thank you guys for listening. Have a nice have a nice week. Have a have a blessed week and be safe out there, guys. All right, see you later, John. <laughs> mm-hmm.